Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Behind the Mic Podcast. Mike Antonellis. Hopefully, all this snow in the East Coast will go away soon. We'll have baseball very shortly. I do want to thank all the listening platforms that you can get Behind the Mic on. Episode number 12, which means we are three months into this podcast, and there are so many different places that you can listen. We thank our, our main cog of the podcast, that is Anchor, and Anchor.fm is uh, how I upload this podcast. And for all of you out there, if you want to make one yourself, it is so easy on Anchor. And I suggest if you're thinking about a podcast to do it on Anchor. I was a little apprehensive when I was going to do a podcast. You get overwhelmed. Like, how do you get it on to all these other platforms? Well, when you do it on Anchor, it automatically puts it everywhere. So we're on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Spotify, all the Android podcast listening devices, and of course, all the Google podcast and we thank uh, so many people for listening. I got a bit of a cold this week. I'm trying to get over it, so uh, forgive me if I'm pausing a little bit. All right, we want to, again, thank everybody for the terrific feedback and hope you enjoy Joe Oliver from the Hot Stove Dinner. Uh, Joe, a 13-year veteran of the Cincinnati Reds playing in the big leagues, is the new Portland Sea Dogs manager in 2019, replacing Darren Fencer, who was promoted to the outfield base running coordinator of the Red Sox. So today it's going to be a show from the fans. I like to do this maybe uh, once every five or six episodes where we go with listener content, listener feedback. And I got this question a few times. So I'm going to, it's going to be the first part of the podcast. And we're going to get into some baseball, into some NBA here today on uh, this lovely edition number 12. So uh, again, you can find us everywhere on the social media platforms. Behind the underscore Mike is on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook is Behind the Mike 73. We get a lot of uh, direct messages, as they say, slide into those DMs. And you could do that on Facebook. And again, you can always email me at cdogsradio at gmail. My Dogs Twitter is at cdogsradio. Yeah, it, nowadays we have so many different social media handles. The countdown to opening day for the Portland Sea Dogs. that is my job, if, if people are wondering what I do, the Director of Broadcasting and Media Relations for the Sea Dogs is me. So the play-by-play broadcaster handle the uh, baseball side of the media, and uh, we split the, the media jobs up here. But we're going to start on April 4th, which is uh, not too far away from now, and the Red Sox open on the West Coast March 28th, which is so cool. I like when the Red Sox begin before the Sea Dogs, which they do a lot of now because the players want to start earlier, and that is in Seattle and uh, looking forward to that first Red Sox game. All right, few of the questions that have gotten the last couple of weeks. You know, one person phrased it, what the heck do you do in the offseason? Well, I don't do anything. That's a great question. No, that, that's, that's false. I had a previous to, this will be my third season that I'm in the front office full time. I got here in 2005, and if you listen to episode one, you, you kind of know my story. I was full-time in here, and then about 2000, uh, let's see, eight or nine, maybe even earlier, I can't remember. I became a seasonal employer with the Sea Dogs, and in the off-season, I had about five or six different freelancing jobs I was doing. And then a few years ago, uh, Jeff Iaquesa, our president, general manager, asked me if I'd like to stop doing that and come back in the office full-time with this media role, and I said, absolutely, and uh, I really like it. And um, it keeps me in the office year-round. It keeps me on a, on a nice schedule. But I also like the fact that, you know, when I was seasonal before, I felt like I was kind of disconnected from the front office a little bit because I would come in later. 
I would go right up to the press box. I would pop down in the office, but it, it wasn't the same as it is now being in the office all the time. And I really enjoy the people I work with. And we have a great team. So that that's one part of it. And, and, and I've talked about this before, like some things that you they get unturned and they're a surprise to you. Some some leaves that you turn over, a flower or whatever. I don't know the, the analogy. I'm trying to make some smart point, but it's not coming out right. But, you know, the, my thing is, is that you stumble on things that you don't realize how good they're going to be. And when you come back and, and you're told, all right, I want you in the office, you think about the job, you think about the schedule. Uh, but I was really, a big part of it that I like is being uh, involved in the office, but being around the people I work with more, which is something that uh, I didn't get to do before. So one of the big things I do for the for the non-media in the office is we all kind of help put this whole operation together. So even people who are involved in concessions, they help with ideas. That's one thing for our promotional ideas. We all have to submit ideas. We have to write those up. I help with that. I help a lot of things with Slugger. I go on a lot of his appearances card him around. I, I enjoy that a lot. Just a lot of miscellaneous things in the office. You know, during the season, during the day, we're help pulling tarp. But you know, we'll get into that during the season. But in the off season, just anything that needs to be done. Uh, yesterday, we had all of our deliveries come in for our souvenir store for sweatshirts and t-shirts. So we all have to go down there and help unload. And, and when all of us go down there, it takes about five, six minutes. But I like being involved in that. One thing that I thoroughly enjoy, I'm, I'm really the team historian, so I'll compile records for the team and you know from the previous season, put together all these Excel sheets. A lot of that is, is fun work that I enjoy doing. It's something that I, I did before, and I just I did off the books. I just like having a lot of statistics and things uh, kept in, in proper files so that we can pop and say, hey, how many former Sea Dogs are playing in the big leagues? How many total Sea Dogs have we had? Who holds the career record for batting average? I have all of that on Excel sheets, all of our, our records, uh, standings, everything. So I work on that. That really helps me when I work on the media guide. I, I put that together. Uh, I'm very fortunate that I have a, a graphics designer, Ted Seavey. He helps design a lot of the pages, put all that together. I help with the program, write a lot of the articles, put a lot of the player bios, a big a part of the program is on my shoulders. We all work together on that. But all of that keeps you busy, and it's work that I really enjoy. Again, uh, I help set up promotional nights. I coordinate media uh, for media events. We had our Portland Whoopie Pies launch February 7th. I was in charge of, of reaching out to the media. So fun stuff, and, and I really enjoy it. And then social media, running the Sea Dogs, uh, social media, finding things that are fun to tweet about. You know, not just trying to tweet things to tweet things, but also team-related things. For instance, on this Friday, Darwinson Hernandez, who was a top pitching prospect in the Red Sox system, has been pitching a lot for the Red Sox. He's throwing today on this Friday. So uh, I, ma I made a tweet about he's Boston's top pitching prospect. He's on the Hill this afternoon. Just to let people know uh, he's a former Sea Dog, and we have so many involved uh, right now playing in big league spring training. So it's a, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy the non- radio stuff that I am involved in in the off season. I, I like to help with ideas and um, you know, I, I put all the commercials together, all the production at the radio station, all that, uh, putting commercials into the, the system over there, uh, writing up promos, uh, cutting highlights. It's, it's fun stuff. And if you want to get into this business for those listening, you have to be willing to do a lot of that other stuff besides your job and don't turn your nose up to it because you might actually enjoy it. 
A few things that I wanted to discuss this week. I kind of felt like Bryce Harper was getting a raw deal from the fans a little bit. And, you know, we, we do get on guys for signing deals and, and wanting a lot of money, and I've never had a problem with that. I mean, there's just there's a, a very small percentage in the world of people who can do what they do, and there's a lot of other entertainment uh, jobs. That, you know, there's people that are making $75 million to do a movie. And, and I just ultimately, I don't really care about that stuff. I don't want to get concerned about it. You know, I worry about myself. Um, Bryce Harper can earn that kind of money because he can do something that plainly a lot of people can't do it. But I really thought what was overlooked about what he did is that he did do something that I, I think that he thought was good for him and good for the team. He wants to stay in one place. He signed a deal without an opt-out. And he put the Phillies in a situation if they wanted to get Mike Trout in a couple years. And I felt like the overwhelming talk about him was criticizing him. Um, that does seem to be a big thing in sports radio, I've noticed nowadays, is we just complain. Um, it's kind of irked me a lot because when I had a show, you certainly like to bring up points and have passion about it. But the, the whining and complaining that seems to be going on, and it's not really happening a lot in the Portland market. We have some great radio shows here, but you know, nationally and, and even some of the stations in Boston, I, I, I listen to the... It's just whining about things, and it's good to have a point and have a take, but you know more substance to it. But I, I thought what Bryce Harper did aligned them in a better place, and what people have to understand what teams have to do when they're young, and a lot of the, the teams that get players with these deals have been teams that have money that, that are probably young. They're not paying a lot of money. You have to pay for some investment around your younger players. The San Diego Padres are very young. You bring in Manny Machado, that's going to help. Reese Hoskins for the Phillies. Gene Segura, you've got some young players on the team. You need a Bryce Harper. Sometimes you have to invest in a guy like Harper to help a lot of younger guys that are coming up. And I think that's a great move, and that's what they should do a lot. So I like this deal. And, um, you know, I, I really like baseball i've always loved baseball i am i've embraced change i like when they change the divisions i like they change the wild card but I, i've had a problem with this since day one is the non-stop talk about the game being boring and people are not interested in it i have no problems with those arguments if there is facts that back that up i've done investigations on this you know not not spending a, a lot of time but a lot of my friends I, I, that are passionate fans that work outside the business, my dad, a lot of family members, I don't hear them complaining about the game, that it's too long, and that we have to change things constantly. Major League Baseball did a, reven, a, a, a record in revenue. I saw a Wall Street Journal, I believe it was in the Wall Street Journal, a business sports journal, that baseball participation in 18 was up, I believe, 10 to 12%. So more kids are playing baseball. The revenue's there. The TV markets are doing well. Where is the evidence that people are not watching it? I don't know. So if there's, if there's a huge drop-off, it's just like TV. When the ratings go plummet, they pull the plug on the show. But it seems like we're trying to do a lot for something that I don't, I don't even know is there tangible evidence, and there might be something that I'm overlooking. I have no problems with wanting to make the pace better. But I, I just I don't see what we're trying to accomplish Pitch clocks and and certain things are not going to make the game drastically quicker. You can't make a nine-inning game two hours. It's very hard to make a nine-inning game two and a half hours. 
I understand we don't want 345. I get that. Okay, if we can try to get it down. But but what are we looking to? What's the end game in all this? That I don't know. And what I struggle with too, if we're saying that younger people can't commit to two and a half to three hours a night, then how can they commit to 162 games? So it, it, there's a lot of things that I just don't get about this. TV and radio advertisers have, you know, Major League Baseball is not going to cut those down to a minute. If I, I think some networks are two and a half, three minute breaks, if they were a minute and a half, you're talking a half hour you'd save in a broadcast. The game would be a half hour quicker. So those are a lot of things that are getting overlooked. I don't know the end answer to this. Maybe there's a lot more that I'm overlooking. Send me a message on Facebook at Behind the Mic. Seems like the NBA right now is becoming a lot about guys playing somewhere else next year. Um, the NBA needs to do something about that. I, I just constantly hear the talk about where Anthony Davis and Kyrie Irving are playing next year. What about this season? That's what I want to be focused on this season. There's a lot more about that. and uh, But I, I, it's the way it is. Can, can there be anything changed? We'll see. And I, I tweeted this a couple of weeks ago. The Boston Celtics are in a good spot right now. They're in adversity, which all great teams go through. And, and I've, I said back then, let's see how they get out of this. They still have time to get out of this. So um, just some of my thoughts for this week. I hope everyone's having a great week. Have a great weekend. And, again, this is going to be a short podcast for today, but would love to get your feedback at uh, Twitter. Send me a message uh, directly on Behind the Mic on Facebook, Behind the Mic 73. And enjoy your Friday. We'll talk to you again next week. It's a lucky 13 episode of Behind the Mic. Peace and love.